Hi, this is Gaurav from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, July 13th, and the top stories of the day are It's been almost eight days since the political turmoil kicked off in Karnataka, with 16 MLAs of the JDS Congress coalition handing in their resignations. Now, Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy has braced himself for a flow test. While speaking in the Vidhan Sauda in Bengaluru, Kumaraswamy said that he seeks permission to prove the majority in this session. He also said he would seek a trust vote to end the confusion caused by resignations of rebel MLAs. On Saturday morning, Congress leader D.K. Shivkumar reached rebel Congress MLA MTB Nagaraj's house at 5 a.m. to convince him to take back his resignation. Hindustan Times reported that he was reconsidering his resignation and would also try to talk to party colleague K. Sudhakar about withdrawing his resignation as well. The Supreme Court had earlier restrained the Karnataka Speaker K.R. Ramesh Kumar from taking any decision on the resignation and disqualification of the 10 rebel MLAs. Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi, Justices Deepak Gupta and Aniruddha Bose said that the matter would be considered on July 16th. Most of the MLAs who have resigned have been staying in a hotel in Mumbai. Shiv Kumar went to meet them on Wednesday but was turned away from the hotel and forced to return to Bengaluru. If the MLAs do not return to their parties before the trust vote, the government will have the support of only 101 MLAs. That is, assuming Nagraj stands by his latest decision. The BJP, on the other hand, will have the support of 107 MLAs. Speaker K.R. Ramesh Kumar has not yet scheduled the trust vote. Meanwhile, Rahul Gandhi said, and I quote, BJP uses money to bring down state governments. They have been doing that. We saw that in the Northeast as well. Close quote. The death toll from Somalia's Kismayo Hotel attack rose to 26 on Saturday with victims including Kenyans, Americans, a Briton, a Canadian and Tanzanians, reported Al Jazeera. More than 50 people were also wounded. Police in Kismayo had earlier put the death toll at 13. A presidential candidate for the upcoming regional elections was also killed in the attack, which was carried out by Al-Qaeda-linked Al-Shabaab, Jubalan President Ahmad Mohammed said in a statement. Al-Shabaab members stormed the hotel after detonating a car bomb on Friday. while local elders and legislators met to discuss approaching regional elections Somalia's security forces were finally able to end the overnight attack by the group in the southern port city after an hours long siege authorities said that a suicide bomber rammed a vehicle loaded with explosive into the Medina hotel which was followed by a gun battle a journalist group confirmed that two journalists namely Hoda Nalea founder of Integration TV and Mohammad Sahal Omar A reporter from SBC TV in Kismayo had also lost their lives. Al-Shabaab was driven from Somalia's capital Mogadishu in 2011 and has been eliminated from most of its other strongholds. In 2012, it was pushed out of Kismayo, whose port had been a major source of revenue for the group. However, outside of Kismayo, Al-Shabaab still controls parts of Jubaland, a region in southern Somalia. The armed group remains a major security threat with its fighters frequently carrying out bombings in Somalia and neighboring Kenya whose troops form part of the African Union mandated peacekeeping force that helps defend the Somali government. Speaking with news channel NDTV on Friday, Union Minister of Minority Affairs Mukhtar Abbas Naqvi said that no one should be forced to chant any sort of religious slogans such as Jai Shri Ram. He said and I quote, you should not force anyone to do anything. but you can't refuse to sing bande mataram there should be no rigidity on either side close quote nakvi statement comes at a time when incidents of people being assaulted for refusing to chant jai shri ram have been reported from across the country including jharkhand maharashtra west bengal and uttar pradesh 
In the most recent instance, a group of men allegedly attacked Madrasa students in Unnao in Uttar Pradesh for not chanting Jai Shri Ram. The minister further said, and I quote, If you go to any village, each person says Ram Ram, be it Hindu or Muslim. The country is secular not because of its minorities, but it is in the DNA of the majority community. Close quote. On the issue of lynching, Nakvi said there were sufficient laws to deal with such crimes. He said, and I quote, Tell us one lynching incident in which the accused has not been caught. In Rajasthan, the accused did not get bail for six months. In Uttar Pradesh, the accused was found in four hours. Whatever be the incident, there has been instant action. Close quote. The minister also said that there were no communal riots that had taken place in the past five years. In spite of what Nakvi has to say, the reality on the ground seems to be quite different. A detailed news laundry report by our very own Ayush Tiwari brings to light how an anti-lynching protest in Ranchi turned violent on July 5th. Ayush spoke with two students who were caught inside a bus during the incident, who go on to describe the sequence of events and how the violence unfolded. In the two weeks that Ayush spent reporting, he came across Hindus who whitewashed Muslims as fundamentally criminal and Muslims who are convinced that this is the most politically emasculated their community has ever been and that law and order too is not on their side. Keeping this in mind, Mukhtar Abbas Nakvi's statements about lynching seem to be borderline delusional. Ayush spent three weeks on the ground reporting various stories from Bihar, Jharkhand and Uttar Pradesh. All of this was done for you and by you, dear subscribers, because we here at News Laundry believe in bringing you nothing but facts and nothing else apart from the absolute truth. So please, do subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. In an era where commercial advertisements seem to be directing the general ebb and flow of news stories, we here at newslaundry.com do not take any sort of advertisements. Because when advertisers pay, advertisers are served. But when the readers pay, it is the readers who are served. Also, don't forget to check out this week's episode of Reporters Without Orders, hosted by Cherry. The panel includes business standards Somesh Jha, who talks about the finer points of Nirmala Sitaraman's budget, as well as the stalemate face-off between business journalists and the finance ministry. Ayush and me are there on the panel as well, sharing our two cents with you all about everything that made news this week, and some things that definitely shouldn't have. The boys also go on to discuss India's last match in the ICC Cricket World Cup against New Zealand, in which the men in blue lost to the Kiwis. Tune into this episode to listen to all the gyan, banter and cool recommendations that we have for y'all. Speaking of sports, Spanish footballing club Barcelona FC have signed France forward Antoine Griezmann from La Liga rivals Atletico Madrid after paying his 120 million euro buyout clause. Griezmann is now the world's sixth most expensive signing behind Neymar, Kylian Mbappe, Philippe Coutinho, Joao Felix and Usman Dembele. However, shortly after Barcelona announced the signing on Friday, Atletico responded by saying that Griezmann's buyout clause should have been 200 million euros, which is what the club believes was Griezmann's value at the time when the two clubs began negotiating. His release clause dropped from 200 million euros to 120 million euros on July 1st. In an emotional video put out by Barcelona, Griezmann says, and I quote, When I was a boy, my dad taught me trains don't come around just once. Now it's time to take on the challenge of a new destination. Finally, our paths cross. I'll defend the Barca colours with all my determination and commitment. Close quote. That's all the news we have for you today, folks. Have a good night or a great day, depending on where you're listening to us from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.